You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Cosplay. What about cosplay? Cosplay saved my life. Cos- Cosby saved your life. Cosby saved my life. I was down and out. I was low. Yeah. Bill Cosby put through put me through uh, Temple University on a scholarship. <laughs> and for that, he's uh, and for that, yeah. I'll never turn on him. That's no- why episode yeah. after episode, when I was jumping out saying I need more evidence, and they're just trying to take another black man down. Yeah. I might have had. I might have had some emotional obligation to Bill. Mm. I call him Bill. He's he's not Bill Cosby to me. He's just Billy. Yeah. And look, I'm sorry to everybody. As it turns out, he might have been guilty. Yeah. Well, listen. We now he's to... out. So maybe not. He is out. I guess on the technicality. I don't know. That's what that's. I never really looked into it to be honest. Um, what's uh. What's what's so you're going out on the road. So we're stacking content ahead of time. I don't know if this will end up as a main or a Patreon or what, but if we talk about current thing, uh, we might, we might, you know, you know how it works. We, you look dusty in time. Um, that being said, we are victims of the moment, right? Mm. We can, it's not like, you know, if uh, if 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 while you're on the road and this surrogate episode comes out uh, and, you know, Trump walks out here and his his testicles explode, um, you know, listen, uh, you won't hear that. We You won't hear our commentary on that necessarily. Um, so, look, I mean, we can what 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 can we talk about? Did uh did you 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 texted me about the uh, killing of the flower moon trailer? Yes, have you watched it? I did. Can we, can we can we stop the bullshit? What? And just admit that this man is our greatest living filmmaker. Can we he's just our, fucking he's our greatest, say it? He's our greatest living artist. I mean, I know that. Listen, everybody, we're not going to buy in. We're not going to buy in. But every time Scorsese has a fucking movie come out. Every time mm. somebody's got to pop out with some dumb bullshit. And do we take the bait and pretend that these people mean it or no? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they mean it or not. They're 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 nothing compared to 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 him, you know? I mean in in his in his uh you know five foot one uh elderly Italian man presence, we are all just just bugs of the soil. That's right. That's what we are to him. He's he's amazing. However, I will say, I remember, did you like the film Shutter Island? It's the one that I okay, so it's kind of I, I, down, I illegally downloaded it and it didn't make any sense. And as it turns out, it's because somebody had vindictively edited it to make no sense. 
<laughs> which I thought was really funny. That is, why would someone do such a thing? I have no idea, but I, I was sitting there going, this doesn't, is this, this is supposed to be kind of like a dream sort of thing. Right. And and the person with me is like, yeah, but this isn't the movie. I said, what do you mean? They said, this is all out of order. And I said, Oh, uh, pirating. You got me again. <laughs> I think like, this is like the time that I watched the entire uh, uh, Yodorovsky's Dune documentary without mm. subtitles, thinking that it was a bold choice to have people <laughs> talk for for a full minute in their native tongue <laughs> without <laughs> any subtitles. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, I I saw Shutter Island. I think only once when it was in theaters, and I and I don't remember. I remember thinking it was pretty bad. Um, now maybe I was. I mean. Maybe I need to revisit it. That's possible. I haven't seen Silence. I don't. I, I know that that one is kind of like people are lukewarm so about. People are lukewarm on that one because it is long and it is slow, and it is not. There's no gangsters in it. There's nothing that an American can even relate to. You know, what I mean, there's there's English speaking characters in it, but it's really a, uh, a faith story on the other side of the planet. So no, it's not gonna. It's not gonna work. You know, or it's not going to work for most people. I thought yeah. that it was, it, in some ways, it might be his best looking movie. Yeah. Uh, but it is a hard watch. Well, that this, one, yeah. and it, it, not, this isn't a Scorsese film, but it's another film that I <clears throat> uh, thought was really good that I cannot yet get through uh, because it's just long. Is is the movie called uh, Duel? Not the, not the fucking old movie, but the... Uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's Ben Affleck's boyfriend's name? What's what's that fucking guy? Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. The Knight's uh, Duel or whatever that one. Knight is a. It's a Knight's Tale starring Matt Damon. <laughs> um, no, that's I don't that that I know what you're talking about. The the Duel movie that came out like a year or two ago. Yeah, it, I thought the I thought everything about it was really comp- the last Duel. The, la- the last that was Scorsese. Duel. No, it's just that's Ridley Scott. I'm just pointing out that it that these movies are. Uh, visually beautiful and compelling they're just people aren't ever going to like them because they're like long and slow i see i see yeah i mean when it has that kind of like 1970s pacing people people have a hard time with that in uh in 2023 it's it's watching i mean even me watching an old 70s movie i'm like holy fuck i think what was it i tried to watch uh the original assault on precinct 13 and it's a it's not an easy watch it's a good no, movie I, but it's not easy you've got to be fully in it is uh uh almost a pill in that it, it it walks you through the first part of the fucking thing is just basically a day in the 1970s you know what i mean yeah. it, it's uh it's hey should i shoot this child no i'm gonna keep driving i'll shoot the next child <laughs> you know <laughs> that's what it is man it's so here's the that's the thing it's like even though you know with silence i'm gonna watch it i think probably this week uh i'm sure it's it's a it's a it's tough to get through 
but like because it's because he made it like it can't be bad you know and that's, that's why right. i'm like i'm having the second guess of like i really didn't like shutter island but like if it, it can't be bad i gotta give it another shot um, yeah it's possible but i mean things that just because something's not bad doesn't mean you you like it yeah that's fair but i remember i remember like being very annoyed with uh shutter island what i i don't know what i mean i was too but i don't think it was fair of me yeah no that was (laughs) that was not fair um yeah i gotta i gotta give this one maybe i should do like in the way that i did uh tarantino maybe i gotta because like i've i've actually i've never seen mean streets uh i've never seen the king of comedy which got shit on oh you've never seen uh, so mean streets is the one that you're going to immediately maybe not relate to because you're not a fucking street criminal, but <laughs> y- 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 you you're going to see like the kind of uh, uh, queen queen's reality of it and you're going to enjoy it. That's cool. Oh, God, they're making a gangs in New York television show. Yeah. Wh- why not? Uh, no, no. Yeah, don't do that. So uh, the only compelling argument I've heard for A.I., <clears throat> is that it could destabilize uh 50 person processes in a good way meaning you could do your own simpsons now right. is that is that going to be good for most people no it's going to be trash but it right now everything that requires a ton of uh uh labor uh is corporate by nature right so sure. uh you can't Animation, there's a stranglehold on animation because it's a very expensive process. Um, This is the type of thing where maybe if you could get some auteurs in there, it'd be worthwhile. But this is how I feel about to get your shit made, right? You have to go through a studio uh, to get or a studio buys it and you go out on a limb with some like, you know, fucking uh, Balkan dictator funding you, funding you up front. And. I don't know that that's um, I don't know that that results in in ultimately the best product. Like I I am starting to believe that anything good has snuck through. You know, mm. <laughs> it wasn't even it wasn't it's it, it some it's people weren't looking. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting theory. So you're saying that that uh, having this work around a 50 person process will potentially result in in better things uh so the democratization of art hasn't resulted in anything good it's all fucking no, trash but it's, it's it, made but, it worse and more sa- oversaturated but in principle it, it uh giving us access to a single person's vision or a team of three guys like i want the oh, right I brothers see. yeah yeah i want yeah. the right brothers i see what you're saying no that's that's valid i can see that yeah um i have i have hmm. big news Oh, tell me. Disney Plus is removing Willow, The Big Shot, Timmy Failure, Turner and Hooch, The Mysterious Benedict Society, and The World According to Jeff Goldblum. See, this is what I mean about oversaturation. You're going to. You didn't know that five of those existed. I didn't know that any of them existed except for Willow. Uh, yep. And, and the, the, the five Willow fans are going to be really sad. What about um, uh, Big Shot, the uh, college girls, uh, or, or, or pardon me, high school girls basketball show starring John Stamos? What? What's the what? real thing? Real thing. 
Oh, I don't know what any of that is. I don't know <laughs> How what can any... they take it off though? Well, so so that's that's kind of the question. I had I have a theory, but yeah, it's like why if they made it and they own the rights to it, why are taking it down is going to save the money? How? Well, you got to figure. There's two ways. You, you're you are pay- despite what the uh, WGA says, you are paying some type of royalties on those at all times. Okay. Yeah. So, so. Uh, and there's also I'm I'm no less about this, but I also have to imagine that there's hosting costs, right? To uh, like uh, to have the amount of people, the, the amount of subscribers, you got to figure there's dedicated servers for these things. Is that, that are, a significant expense, though? I mean, listen, no, it's it's data, but like if it's if it uh, let me let me speculate on it. If it's gigs and gigs worth of data that have to leave your server farm every day. Uh, I guess that that would amount to something right in the same way that that hosting costs money. That's just my speculation. I th- It's probably got more to do with uh, the residuals, but it, it, in truth, it's like everything has a cost. This is what, this is my only beef with, with uh, strikers with kind of, we need the, uh, the boss needs us. We don't need the boss sort of mentality is, I don't know. Do you have the billions? It's tough out here. You know, <laughs> it's, sure. it's, it's rough. So, uh, the, but here's the, here's the thing to speculate on. Uh, did Willow bring a single person to the platform? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, is it, would it be in a, a high enough number that you could justify paying the residuals on it? Like, for example, let's say it brought in 400 people, but yearly it costs far more than that to to keep it uh, uh, available to people is that is that why would you do it just from a like is it are the people going to leave now well they might have left anyway they're not going to be watching re-watching willow every two weeks Listen, wildly wildly mentally ill yeah well well yeah i don't know who that a willow remake appeals to but uh mad martigan um mm. it it, it yeah, it, it's always confused me. I mean, I can remember back in 2018, 2019 when all these streaming services were announced because no one wanted to go through Netflix or Hulu and uh, they were all making their own thing. And I was just like, man, you're just you're just bifurcating it in a way that it's like so people for to people for people to watch everything they want to watch. They're going to have to have eight fucking different streaming services that are all going to be 10 bucks a month. It's all just going to amount to what cable is. It's just like, you're just reading, you've, you've reinvented cable, but what they did was instead of making it 10 bucks a month, they made it five bucks a month. And like they're bleeding money on this shit. It's just streaming is not profitable. It's not. And, and that fucking, that guarantee of, uh, of, uh, of limitless growth is fucking horse shit. And it's like you have to keep pumping out content, which costs a lot of fucking money to make, and yes. you're not getting that return on the value. And and it, it so it doesn't surprise me, you know. And I, yeah, I guess it must be, it must be some royalty thing that. But but it's so it's so ironic that it's like we'll make our own thing where we can put all our stuff. That way we can avoid Netflix. Now it's like yeah, we actually can afford to put our own stuff on here. And it's like what the fuck, like. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a sort of human nature thing where it's like we're doing what make we're always do we're only doing what makes sense in the moment, 
And whatever we see, whatever problems we foresee down the line is future Les Moonves's problem, you know? Um, (laughs) That's exactly right. Yeah. So, you know, it does. I mean, I guess what will end up happening is like some of these streaming services will probably just, they're going to, I think, what not there a plan where they're going to fold Disney Plus and Hulu into one thing? And now the, you know, HBO Max is just Max now with the Discovery merger. You know, it's, 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 you know, who I, you know, who's the real winner in all this stuff is the weirdo that collects everything that like uh, Blu ray guy, Blu ray guy, my, my, one of my best friends in the world, Brendan, like he collects, he is a collector. And like yeah, we, he, call him, we call him Blue Brendan. <laughs> and he just, he's, I mean, anything you could ever want to watch, he can whip it out and throw it in the DVD player. And it's like, you know, couple months ago i was trying to watch the fucking super mario brothers movie and i couldn't find it fucking streaming anywhere bren's got the dvd of course he does and it's like yo that's the guy he owns his goddamn art he doesn't fucking let these goddamn companies fucking rent it to them rent it to you Uh, you know on a monthly this is uh, a thing that i was uh, so stranger things has a box set right but stranger things is a netflix product that will presumably stay on netflix for a long time it's very popular uh but somebody said i don't want to risk it you <laughs> and said i'm gonna buy the 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 uh the, the shit on blu-ray yeah now, is that person right or are they deranged well if you really like it that much i guess the other thing to think about is Maybe there's always going to be a market for physical of things that people genuinely like. Yeah. Like with all their heart, they genuinely like it. So they want to display it in their home. Well, well, it's also like things that, that on, I guess on a large scale, like if you think something like star Wars, that's always going to be available no matter what, like you're not, yeah, yeah, you might have to pay for a certain streaming service, but it's like, that's not ever going to be lost in the shuffle. You know, but there's plenty of things that will be. There's plenty of things that are. And that's why that's where Blu-ray guy comes in, because he wants he likes Star Wars, but he also likes Kroll, uh, Warrior of the Universe, the Star Wars knockoff that came out five years later. You know, that's not going to make it. But what Blu-ray about the fact guy? you can't find hard boiled on there's no John Woo films. On, what? Uh, on. uh I'm I uh, whatever. Sorry, everybody. I'm I'm really going through it. My brain is not working. I've got this fucking long COVID. It's me and Dave Navarro. Um, there's no John Woo f- films on iMovie, but uh, Apple, Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus. The thing that I buy movies with. I don't know the fucking name of it. Not the Amazon? Apple Store. Yeah. God damn. God damn. Eric, Yo. what's going on with my brain, brother? The long cove. You got it, man vaccine brain i think the vaccine honestly ruined me um it dulled us it dulled us dude i look at i i I can look at like things like whether it's videos or photos of myself from from when we live like 2021 like living here and i was like fuck i look so much better what the fuck happened i'm like vaccine (laughs) the vaccine uh if you um, cut my if you cut my skull open or shot me in the head with a sniper uh, mm-hmm. rifle like in uh, Sniper Elite Four, my favorite game, uh, just an orange Julius would spill out. <laughs> N- nothing, nothing of value. Not there's no brain matter in here anymore. 
Maybe I got an amoeba. That could be. Maybe you got one. Of, you went, did you have you gone swimming recently? I mean, I'm in my life. I, it's got to be an amoeba. There's something wrong with my brain. It's very frustrating, and I'm scared for the future. I'm glad that I suckered my girlfriend into like a, a lifetime of like, hey, it looks like you're gonna be wiping my butt. Yeah, how lucky are we that we got like loving, supporting girlfriends at like oh just God. at the beginning of our decline? That's <laughs> yeah, pretty crucial. It's so uh, I'm, we're lucky. Yo, John Woo, that's John, fucking hard boiled is fucking sick. Why? Yeah, why well, I wish I could. It? I wish I could revisit it. However, uh, iMovie says no. John Woo, I'm looking at his <laughs> looking at his Wikipedia right now. John Wu was born on September 22nd, 1946 in uh, Guangzhou, China, amidst the Chinese Civil War. Yo. <laughs> this is what, it, like, it, it, it fucks me up. Hang on. Impoverished, the Wu family lived in the slums of Shekkip Mai. His father was a teacher, though rendered unable to work by tuberculosis, and his mother was mm. a manual laborer on construction sites. His mother. That's a girl boss. Mm. Uh, the family was rendered homeless by the Shekkip May fire of 1953. Charitable donations from disaster relief efforts enabled the family to relocate. However, violent crime had by then become commonplace in Hong Kong housing projects. At age yeah. three, he was diagnosed with a serious medical condition. Follow it doesn't it doesn't say. Uh, following surgery on his spine, he was unable to walk correctly until he was eight. And as a result, his right leg is shorter than the left leg. Yo, I think we, I think, um, see, now I'm going to get into my like conservative guy. Yo, yeah. We got uh, we to toughen up. I was on the other day. We got to toughen up as a, as, a, as a culture, as a society, as people. Like, yes. Anyone, you, you people should have to read shit like this and be like, yo, you think your life sucks. Guess what? Guess what this fucking situation produced? A goddamn legendary film director. Hold on, I'm going to show you for for a counterbalance to that. I'm going to send you a, a a tweet I just saw that just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> yes, this is what I need. Oh boy, what do we got here? What do we got? Should I read the tweet? <clears throat> Yeah, read the tweet and then I'll describe the photo. Uh, I'll describe what's happening. <laughs> okay, the tweet says, uh, I'm not sure who took this picture, but this is one of my closest friends who just spent 11 hours. Actually, you know what, Eric? Eric, let yeah. me describe the photo so that we can do this in reverse. Okay. It's a man with a picket sign. We can't read the picket sign. It looks like, and he's he's crouched uh, in what in what they kind of, they used to call uh, Asian, an Asian style squat. Uh, so he's, he's in, that's what they, that's still what it's called. I'm pretty sure everybody, whatever, listen, I don't give a fuck about your race. Uh, there's a, there's a, a white guy with a beard, uh, and a, he looks working class. He's wearing boots and he is, uh, crouched in an Asian style squat with his hands or with his elbows on his knees and his head down, uh, masked by a uh, baseball cap. He looks like he's been on the picket line at Ford Motor in 1989. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he looks like he's been fighting for the ability to feed his child, and uh, he might have to relocate 
back to his folks house or he might have to go he might have to swallow his pride and and go on uh, welfare or some shit that's what it looks like it looks like a, like a, it's not a very well composed photo but it's a classic image in some ways now could you tell me what it is in relation to I'm not sure who took this picture, but this is one of my closest friends who just spent 11 hours walking the picket line in Santa Clarita. It breaks my heart, but this is what hashtag WGA strong looks like. And this is why we will win. So this is a fella who probably makes $180,000 a year Mm -hmm. uh, writing two episodes of Barry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm a writer. I deserve to be paid fairly. What mm-hmm. I do is is a skill, mm-hmm. and there is no debate on that. Uh, I back the WGA's efforts at collective bargaining always, uh, mm. though that does not mean I necessarily agree with any individual action that they take. Now, this man's grandfather was shot in the fucking uh, colon it, it, on the beaches of uh, Guadalajara, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it's different. Everybody, shit is different. Like, I, yes, Eric and I are pussies. Yeah, Proof oh yeah, positive pussy. Mm-hmm. No question. But I think that I could have been more. <laughs> I think I could have been less of a pussy if if this. I blame the. I blame society. Is what's going on. Well, it's just it's just kind of overly dramatic. It's like it's like shut up, man. Come on. Also, where the fuck are they? There's more photos. Why are they out in the middle of fucking Santa Clarita striking the like what do you like what? Is there a studio out there? I don't know. I don't get I listen. They're going to keep me they're going to keep me out of this for as long as possible cuz they know that I'm adapting mein Kampf. Oh, is that right? Are they? Are you trying? <laughs> wait, you're trying to get into the Writers Guild? Is that right? No, but in I should, like I should. So the thing that people in comics used to do, the smart ones, was they would go work in Hollywood, really shit jobs. Now everybody kind of fucked it up the last few years by trying to have good jobs. But the guys that just did shit jobs in Hollywood, uh, uh, for example, Howard Chaykin. Here's a great example. Eric Howard Chaykin is. Uh, a pioneer and maybe one of the greatest craftsmen mm. in in uh, modern comics. He doesn't get the same claim as Frank Miller, doesn't have the same volume of major works, but is a genius in uh, in the same way. Uh, he he wrote for the show Renegade for years. So this is a brilliant man doing work that, by his own admission, uh, was stupid beyond comparison. He said mm. that it was he said that it was for total idiots. This is the guy who wrote it. Uh, he did that because it provided his family a pension, which is a shout out to the WGA. That is a, their major purpose for most people. Wait, WGA, WGA has a pension. Yeah. Health insurance and a pension. That's they, crazy. Secure, they secure it. They secure okay. it. That's the, but health insurance and a pension secured through the efforts of the WGA. So <clears throat> the, that's why people did it. Right. And that's why people take some of these jobs like, you know, listen, everybody, not everybody's a fucking work a day dude and not everybody's a fucking loser. There's people that would like to be doing something more extreme, something more glorious, I guess you could say. But they got families. 
and the family comes first. And if you're doing things right, I would hope that you see your family as, as your, your biggest achievement, right? Certainly my folks do. And, uh, so you take these bullshit jobs now, you know, is that what, I guess the problem is if a man who holds the audience of the show that he wrote for 10 years in total contempt and thinks that they're idiots. If we replace that guy with an AI mm-hmm. because they're putting it like the pro okay. So, so I'm going to say something heretical here. I'm a writer. I want to get paid. Okay. First, let's get that out of the way. Now onto the heresy. How am I supposed to advocate for, for my position in life, my job? How am I supposed to do that when most people don't care if something rises above the level that an AI could do. Right. Like I've been saying for years, Hey, I make better X than, than the popular stuff. And people have looked me in my eye and said, who gives a shit? You fucking weasel. Right. Because that's the truth. Who cares if I'm doing something better than, than what's the, what gets sold. What gets sold is what gets sold because people want it, right? So if you're doing John Wick better than John Wick, but John Wick is destroying you, who do you have to blame? The answer is, well, everybody on the planet, and then ultimately yourself for saying, I know better than everybody on the planet. And what are we supposed to do when there's no reason AI can't write Renegade? Is that true? I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, maybe it can. I bet um, it. I bet we're two years away from being able to completely write a season of Renegade. Now, if it can re- if it can write Renegade, and the people that watch Renegade don't care, are we going to create jobs for the sake of job creation? Is that yeah, it? Yeah. And is that a, is that a good reason? Well, look, I mean, think of it, think of it like this. The AI can like I, I the way I've been thinking of it is uh union construction workers versus day laborers. You know, one can be utilized and complete the same tasks for a fraction of the cost, but you have a union that demands that has that has power and can throw its weight around, demands that you, you use their labor. Uh I don't see mm-hmm. why writers guild shouldn't be the same thing. And say, sure, you can write a season of Renegade with uh, with AI in half, you know, in a fraction of the time, perhaps better than I can. But I have the power to say, "Fuck you, pay me. I'll write it." Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's necessarily good. Or, I, I mean, yeah, I, when when the singularity comes, it can provide us with limitless content that's better than anything any human could possibly dreamed up. But if people want to be out here staying paid as creatives, then they have to throw their weight around. That's just that's just what it is. Um, yes. but at some point you, you're advocating you're advocating an impossible position because you're advocating solely for yourself. You can't make the argument that it's going to actually benefit the the other side of the table because it, it doesn't, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I guess not. Yeah, because imagine sitting with somebody and saying, "I want what I want because." Uh, I'm good at what I do. And they go, yeah, no, no, no. That's cool, man. We really respect that. But we're not in the business. And I've had this conversation in my life. We're not in the business of good things. 
This has been said to me. We're not in the business of good things. Now, a, a, a friend of mine uh, works at a record label, big record label. Uh, he said it the most concise and offensive way I've ever heard in my life. My job is not to put out good records. My job is to make my boss more money. Yo, let's think about it. Not from what I want in the world, but from what makes sense. Is there any reason that that man acting as a functionary of his rich boss couldn't just get AI to write these fucking tracks? You know what I mean? And just get AI to to draw a fucking, you know, a girl with a nose ring as the artist, Mm -hmm. right? Is there a reason? Because it's not to make anything good. So, 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 right, so right, if yeah. it, if you could sell it the same way, listen, that Drake, the weekend track that was made by AI. Yeah. As good, as good as any Drake, the weekend track I ever heard. Definitely. You know? And, and could you could have passed it off to me as a real one. That would have been like word. hundred percent. I'd say, all right, I guess uh, I'll look, uh, you know, I'm sure Instagram will be a flutter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's an interesting it's an interesting sort of thing. I mean, it's the thing is, is like, what do you know? What do you think about this? How about this? AI is in its current form, right? In May of 2023, from what I understand anyway, from, from how I've heard people much smarter than me talk about it. Uh, it's kind of, it's actually, it's what that remember who was the guy in the audience at our live show that was talking about it. Um, it's, Bill Cosby. Right. Bill Cosby got up at our show and he explained AI to us. And he and, and it's and it's not and really it's it's predictive text. So it's sourcing Oh Abe. Yeah. So so Abe, yeah. Um, my friend and, Abe and is, same, uh, same is with like the two hundred IQ motherfucker. Same with the with the art shit is that it's like it's piecing together things that other people made, right? So Really, it, it whatever it spits out, it's divining from either the written word or the artistic output of a human being. Now, sure. you you could argue that when a human does that, it's also sourcing yes. from its influences and such. Yes, that's that's perfectly true and valid. But there's something a little bit more literal about the sourcing in this case. You know what I mean? And there isn't any because it is a computer program. Right. I wouldn't even necessarily call it, uh, an or, you know, it's not an artificial intelligent intelligence in the way that we think of, you know, that as like, you know, the fucking Terminator or some shit. It's like there's no soul. There's no artistic. There's no oh, voice God. behind I mean, it. Listen, there's no, there's voice, no voice behind, behind Renegade regardless. <laughs> <laughs> but there could be. I mean, listen, yeah, there it's, could it's, be. If, if Zack Snyder did the, the new season of Renegade, we would if we, you would watch it and go, oh, yeah, that's Zack Snyder. But if the AI yeah. sourced, you know, like there was one, there was someone put out, it was like a movie trailer made entirely from AI. Like the voiceover was written on, was chat GPT and all the imagery was with mid journey or whatever. And, but like, if you watched it, you could ID that the imagery used in the trailer was like directly sourced from that fucking, um, yeah, no, listen, the Leo, uh, great yes. Gatsby movie. So that belongs yes. to someone. Which made me mad because people said, I recognize this. It's from Wolf of Wall Street. Get the fuck <laughs> off my planet. Get the fuck <laughs> off my planet. 
It was from Gatsby, which I never saw. Yes, very quite obviously. Yes. Um, but here's the thing, right? Uh, yes. So that that is the rudimentary mind of AI right now. So let's look at AI like it's a fucking three-year-old. He can talk, but he can't form complex ideas and, and verbalize them. He's maturing at a very rapid pace. He True. will be able to do these things. And when we delude ourselves and think, oh, it can't draw hands, LOL. <laughs> you think they're not going to solve that problem post-haste? Of course they are. Oh, yeah. No, they will. Listen, I'm not in denial of that, but I think the fundamental, uh, the fundamental quote unquote, I mean, it's not necessarily a problem, but the fundamental issue at, at the heart of it still remains, which is that it's still, it's still sourcing everything from something that a human made. So it's different to me. There's, there's a, a stark difference. I don't know that you can necessarily pinpoint what that what that difference is but to me there's a, a major difference when a human being with a brain uh and, and creates something right and obviously divining from whatever influences it had in its life there's a difference when a person does that and when it when a computer algorithm pulls directly from it you know like mm. i just think there's a difference and i'm not saying oh, well. that's necessarily good or bad and maybe the ai is better Maybe the AI will be better than any future Scorsese's or Zack Snyder's to come, right? Uh, maybe, maybe it will make something that's better and we don't need these motherfuckers anymore. But I think most people, well, actually, no, I shouldn't even say that. I mean, I don't know. It depends. I think on a person-to-person basis, if you like, they would say, yeah, I'd rather watch something that was made by a human. However, yeah. the the teeming masses that line up for Disney World don't give a yes. fuck. That's yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, for example, uh, what was the game? Uh, there was a game. There was a game based on a, uh, the Spider-Man game. You enjoyed it, right? Uh, I didn't play the Miles Morales one. I played the 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 one from like 2018. Yes, I enjoyed it a lot. Okay, so there's no reason I shouldn't shouldn't enjoy that. No reason. It's like right up my alley. It's a, I I loved Spider Man so much as a kid. Sure, but but now I I see every piece. Oh, it's the, there's a new Star Wars game. Uh, I see every piece of franchise media as just a revolting piece of shit. Yeah, like just j- just a stank, like a, just an acrid turd. And the reason is. I'm kind of privy to some of this shit the people that are doing the thing don't care. Right. Or if they care, it's in this like almost referential gross way that you wouldn't Mm. want them to care in, you you know, like I I basically, I have a problem, Eric, Mm. that problem, I guess you could call cynicism, nihilism, cynicism. Yeah. It's just that I don't believe anymore. Which is weird because I believe everyone like I've been taken by some real fucking scams in my life because I just take everyone on face value. If they tell me, if you look me in the eye and tell me a thing, I believe you. And part of that is because I think it's the baseline level of human respect that I can give to someone is to not call them a liar to their face. 
The second reason is because it's intuitive to me that if I'm going to allow you close enough to my life, that you're going to look me in the eye and say something to me, that you are saying it, it is a truthful thing. Mm-hmm. Now, as a result, I'm a fucking sucker, right? Yeah. But when it comes to like the idea of like a larger mass, a lar- I don't believe anyone to 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 be actually in love with the thing they say they're in love with, uh, to care about the, the to to have the priorities that they state they do, I I just don't buy it. And so when I see franchise media that's like not somebody's original creation, they're just jobbing on it. I I you know like look I I write for video games. I I care about my work. It would be difficult to care about the actual thing as much as I care about my own things. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible actually. Sure, yeah. So so you're saying so what you're saying is let the the computers run the franchise Renegade. media Gives yeah, a fuck. yeah let them Star write the me- the yeah the 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 franchise media bullshit pablum i mean I look mean, honestly I, right it's I just mean, it's just dumb shit yes i i completely get what you're saying um the only issue is 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 the labor issue right where it's just like yeah i mean i think the output is ultimately the same, whether it's whether chat GPT writes the next fucking star Wars movie or Kathleen Kennedy does. It's the same pablum horse shit. Who cares? Uh, it's made for kids and I don't even think they like it. Um, yeah, that's, that's the major problem. There. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the fundamental problem, but you know, that just means someone's going to be out of work and that that's whack. And we don't want people to be out of work. Right. We want, we want, studios to pay a person to do that for them and not use a computer algorithm. Um, but you are right in, in the sense that at a certain point for the employer, it will, uh, it's, it's gonna, they're gonna, that's gonna be an inherent, uh, disadvantage to them because yeah, a computer at a certain point will be able to write these things better than, than they will. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is there, do you think that, the singularity itself could make Star Wars interesting again. You know, be tough. Be, <laughs> be tough. fucking tough, man. And they wouldn't. You know what? It would be. It would be because there would still be a committee of fucking sycophant, fucking utter loser executives. You know, coaching the Chat GPT into you know, like that. The prompt that they would give for that script would be so fucking it would be long as shit because it would be like and it has to lead into the next movie which is going to have bleh, and they're going to be the oh they're going to be the jedi but really they're the dark sith lord who's been dead for a century it's going to like it's that i completely understand your cynicism and nihilism in this in on the front of uh franchise media even what I once loved, something like Spider-Man, who was my dude too. Uh, yeah, it's like it, it's everything's become so corporatized and like and 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 soulless that it's like a Spider-Man movie. Like, there's this new that new fucking animated one is coming out. I could give a fuck. Mm. You couldn't pay me to watch that dog shit. And I love Spider-Man. But like, yeah, it's 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 done. It's it's so tired. It's so run into the fucking dirt. We've spent these fucking cultural figures. We've sucked them of every anything they could possibly offer us, and they still pump out more horseshit. And it's like, 
yeah, it's it's very understandable to be to be spent on that shit. Um, it's it's become it's McDonald's. It's it's the it's it's the artistic version of McDonald's. Yeah, um, it doesn't deserve respect necessarily. Uh, and it sucks. Did you read? Did you read that fucking interview with Scorsese? <laughs> I did, only the clip that everybody's putting out in the world. It's heartbreaking. It's it's just. But but remember what we said uh, about uh, uh, the mangaka who said, I, uh, "No, please, God, let me work." Yeah, uh, yeah, that's Scorsese. That's Scorsese. He's, yeah. He says he's he's everybody who hasn't seen it. You haven't been on the internet. It's uh, everybody's doing their own little fucking version of it. Stupid. But the, the it, which, by the way, this is what I think about all day now. All day, I think about how the fastest impact you can have on the world is a meme and yeah. how fucking pathetic that is. Yeah. Right. I used to like memes. Now I look at a meme and I go, can you devote yourself to writing a fucking book? You fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody's doing anything of value. It takes an 80 fucking 80 year old man to make a fucking movie now. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, there and are everybody. Still, what, no, no, yeah. no. Don't do your bow. Bow is afraid bullshit. I don't give a yeah. fuck about that fucking guy. Movie sucked. I mean, there are guys doing shit like that. I whoop whoop. him. Yeah. Whoop de whoop. Making which, bad by the things. way, if I got to see another Wes Anderson defender on my fucking timeline, oh I'm gonna lose my mind. Stop. Yeah, no. Stop it. I I swore off cute shit. Well, here's the thing. Everybody's doing these AI Wes Anderson shits. And, oh, and the, Wes Anderson, the Wes Anderson defenders are saying, you guys don't get it. You think it's just about c- center framing and cuteness. And yes, and, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yes, I've seen his movies. Yes, I do. And, and, and it's like, yo, the reason that AI is able to do a version of him that we all immediately recognize as him, right? That That's a problem. It's because it's always the same shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what was his most recent one? I think I saw it. Uh, the French Dispatch. It was so Wes Anderson paint by numbers. It's like, wow, you didn't even challenge yourself remotely, did you? You like you 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 just did your fucking thing that you've been doing forever. Right. It's painful. Well, and here's the thing. If that's who he is, I mean, Woody Allen's made fucking God. Let's take a look at Woody Allen movies. How many Woody oh. Allen movies do you think? He's he's still doing shit that only gets released in fucking Europe. Yeah, no, he's the listen again, everybody. Your grandfather, Woody Allen. Survived the accusation that he molested his children. And you can't make a movie. Why can't you make a movie? (laughs) I just think it's funny that he that he's had a consistent output but no one's entertained anything he's done in in fucking eight years now. I really like, can't. Longer, 10 years. The last one anyone fucking entertained was that Blue Jasmine movie, which sucked dog dick. I saw it. Mm-hmm. But he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's had eight movies since and one's in post-production right now. So nine movies he's had that has been that have been wholly ignored by the United States. Vicky Cristina Barcelona, I remember. Uh, that one's got uh, Penelope Cruz, Javier Bardem, and Scarlett Johansson, I remember. It's a good um, cast. 
Uh, that one I remember. God, he's worked with every brilliant actor that's ever lived. Yes. Scarlett Johansson's been in multiple Woody Allen movies. What's up, Scarlett? <laughs> well, Four wait. Woody Allen movies? Holy shit. Let's see. Okay, so the one that was after Blue Jasmine uh, is Magic in the Moonlight. Now, this must have been filmed when it was still okay to be working with him because uh, we got Colin Firth, Emma Stone, and Marcia Gay Harden, LOL. Um, there's, nothing, there's nothing worse than the way that people peel off from you. Oh, dude. A little heat. Oh yeah, it makes you. Lo- it makes it, it's like it, it, maybe that's why I hate people. Yeah. Uh. So that one. So they. So I would presume both Colin. I, I. We could look it up, but Colin Firth and Emma Stone probably apologized for being in the movie. Then next one, uh, a rational man. Never heard of it in my life. We got Joaquin Phoenix, Parker Posey, and Emma Stone. Okay. So this I don't remember this one at all. And you have three A listers right there. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. We got to talk about this. Look at his film from 2003 with Jason Biggs called called Anything Else. Oh, I like vaguely remember that. Not me. With Jason Biggs. That's hilarious. And look how it's marketed. Look at the poster. Describe it to people. What is it? What kind of film would you think this was? Generic rom-com. Yes. Put out by DreamWorks, uh, directed by Woody Allen with Jason Biggs and Jimmy Fallon. Oh, my God. And now, here's the weirdest part. In 2009, Quentin Tarantino said it was one of his favorite, one of the best no. films since, since 1992. <laughs> what? Yes. Click what? on those. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking, that's insane. How goked up was Quentin in that moment? I I mean, is he trolling? I don't know. That's a weird, that's a weird thing. Maybe he saw it the night before and liked it more than he was expecting to. And he was like, (laughs) no, it's really great. It's actually really, it's actually one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, Have you listened to his podcast yet? Yes. I like it a lot. Do you? I, I, I don't, I'm, I've been hovering over the play button for like two weeks saying, I love straw dogs. Do I want to hear these two guys talk about straw dogs? Well, so is that's the, the problem that I have with it is that I haven't seen many of the, the movies that they yeah. talk about. Um, and that, that's like, I've read like, I have his, his most recent book that he put out, which is just like a bunch of film essays. And, uh, it's, it's very good. And I like his style of writing. He's very funny. But I just I there's it's like movies from the 70s with Steve McQueen about cars and shit. And I'm like, I'm never I had no fucking reference point for this. But it's actually his chapter on uh, Taxi Driver is really interesting, really, mm. really interesting. He's, he claims that Taxi Driver is the searchers, but Scorsese didn't have the balls to go full racist. And that's why he made uh uh, Harvey Keitel, the pimp character, a white pimp, even white though there was guy, no, yeah, there was yeah, no yeah. such thing as white pimps in the seventies. Uh, yeah. And that Scorsese caved to, uh, to studio demands that they not make it like basically De Niro versus black people. And, yeah, r- but that racism. if he did that, if he did that, it would have just been the movie, the searchers. Yeah, so race is a funny thing because d- is your job to depict anything close to reality? Or is it to depict the exceptional, right? Because a white pimp would be exceptional, right? Like at that time, let's assume that a white pimp was a rarity. 
certainly they existed in some capacity, but maybe not the sort of uh, street pimp that uh, the, the, the movie de- the depicts. So what's your obligation? Is your obligation to create a fantasy world? Well, you technically are, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so, so why not? Uh, but then, is it believable? I, I don't know. I think what you, what people, well, it depends on the type of film. But uh, I'd say in in general, you could you could say that you're creating a fantasy world that is recognizable enough to the viewer that it's relatable, right? So. Uh, in yes, in principle, Taxi Driver is a fantasy movie. However, I supp- I never really thought about it like this, but I can understand it. But throwing in a white pimp takes you out of the reality of the film. I guess that you say mm-hmm. that oh, this is no longer recognizes some- something I can relate to because you threw in something that's too unrealistic, which is a white guy. Yeah, I, I can't map this onto reality at all. Yeah. But apparently Scorsese was like looking for he wanted Keitel in the movie. And so like he took it as like, oh, this is perfect. Like I can just cast him as the pimp. Um, and that Keitel went to New York looking for white pimps to like study for his role and could not find any. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I <Okay>. mean, <laughs> really interesting book. Really. It, it's uh, uh, Tarantino's perspective is really, really quite funny. Fuck, but you know, uh, people had a commitment to their craft. Everybody, yes. this is just this is like the old folks fucking podcast. <laughs> the old two old guys. Whoa, there's a there's a Woody Allen movie from 2017 that stars Justin Timberlake. You know what? What? Don't apologize, Justin. Don't apologize, Justin. Oh, and Jim Belushi's in it. I'm gonna write a little bit about this. Uh, oh, Kate so Winslet. People that, people that read my newsletter can just suck on this twice. Um. There was oh, a woman who, who, a French actress who just quit uh, acting. Uh, she says because the French film industry did not respond to Me Too in, in any meaningful way, and mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be part of that industry anymore. Now, everybody, that's her prerogative. Mm-hmm. But she, this happened, I guess, in response to. Oh no, no, pardon me. It wasn't in response to this. This is what I I read that she stormed out when Polanski one some french bullshit right uh this was a number of years ago now <clears throat> can i offer an idea here what is the purpose of an award show now it's to make money i understand that it's to, to self congratulate i understand that too but is there any aspect of it that is this is the best of a thing like even if it even uh, if it's the United States, so let's look at the United States. What is the United States in principle versus what are these the United States in practice? Uh, the principle of the United States quite a beautiful thing, I would argue. Right mm. now, the practice perhaps not, mm. but an award show in principle is hey, we want to honor the best. Now, everybody, I'm not having a conversation about merit. I understand. Blah, 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 blah. It's all fake. I get it. Okay, sure. But if you lose to Roman Polanski, you should take it that there's these things are real. Oh, this award is real because it went to the best instead of the guy that we're like. Right, right, right. That's a real like, look, everybody. I think I think there's like, let's see how many Roman Polanski movies I actually like. 
point is only one I can name is Chinatown. Lansky. Um, Frantic is good. I think that's him. Watched it the other night. Oh, the pianist, right? He won the Oscar for that one, I think. So here's the thing, everybody. What is, do you want to go up against the best of things or do you want to be in a fixed race where they took out the, the person who is su- clearly superior, but isn't cool anymore? <laughs> And I, when I say ever isn't cool anymore, he raped a 14 year old, everybody. I get it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm being a little dramatic here, but the. It is now 2024 and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. Do we like, who do you want to be up against is my, is my point. Well, I the guess best. You, yeah. I want to be against the best. Mm. Then you're going to lose. Maybe, but then I'd feel I'd feel like it was an honest. Is an honest right, loss right. better than better better than a dishonest win? Mm, now we're getting to something. An honest loss better than a dishonest win. Uh, I mean, I would say the honest loss would be better. It would be more honest, right? And that's yes. how you should want to live your life. Uh, that's a good virtue. But winning's pretty cool. Winning's cool. Uh, you can't take it seriously. <laughs> you put your fucking awards in, in the bathroom at that point. Um, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've huh. not. I've, Something for I've, you to think. Just chew on it, everybody. Yeah, chew on it. I've seen Chinatown, and uh, that is it. <laughs> as far should, as Polanski uh, goes. You, you should watch Death and the Maiden, which is uh, kind of like a thriller. And then you should. Oh, I've seen Rosemary's Baby. Sure. But you should also watch Frantic. Yeah. And then realize that the like attractive woman in that movie went on to marry Polanski. The 14 year old? No, no, no. This is like, although this woman was significantly younger, she was definitely legal. Um, But you should, it's kind of mind blowing when you look at Polanski and then look at, this woman i they might they might still be married honestly hold on let's take a look we talked about this on a podcast i'm certain of it because it blew my mind yeah um well the the pianist is interesting because that i'm pretty sure won some academy awards i know it was at least nominated and that was in 2002 or 2003 and it's like (laughs) that was well after uh uh roman plansky's heinous transgressions and the 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 industry recognized him, but I think they I think they didn't recognize him for a while, and then for whatever reason they were like, "Damn, this movie's so good that we have to." 
they're like, damn, I guess we actually have to respect things that are great regardless. Damn, actually a, a foul man's contribution to this world can be something beautiful. Oh shit. How are we going to explain that to Twitter? Oh no. Oh no. It's not invented oh, yet. No. Mm. Um, uh, if you look up Emmanuel uh, Sanger, who married Polanski, all of the photos, because the French are so fucking keen on aging, all of the photos are from the current moment where she's a 60 year old woman, still, you know, an attractive 60 year old woman, but the, the, it, it does not demonstrate at all her looks when she was younger. Uh, hold on here. Here's who Polanski married at the time that she would have married him. Mm. I'm going to send you this. This would be uh, Polanski at, at the time that, she, that this woman married him was a drug in the words of uh, uh, Adam Sandler, a dried up stinky dick liquor. And th this is, so let's see, he's 89. She is 56. So the photo I just sent you, what, what's your impression? You said she's 56. Not in that photo. God damn it. Keep up. She's 56 now, but he's 89. What's that? What's that age difference? Hmm. <laughs> Pretty significant, I'd say. Now, listen, I'm not. I, it's 33 year age difference. Now, I don't give a shit, everybody. I don't care. She was an adult when they got married. It's got nothing to do with me. But uh, it's to point out that they are still together. She was, is, depending on your mileage, a beautiful woman. And it's just to say that. Good girls like bad boys. <laughs> That's where we arrive. That's what. It That's is. where I arrived. That's all it. Right. That's all there is to this. Uh, what do you think it's like to be a guy? Like one of these people that have been like completely disgraced, whether it's Woody Allen or or Polanski. Not not in the sense of like their crimes, but like let's say you are uh, at the top of your craft. You're you're recognized by your peers in the industry, you're, you're, you, you win, you win awards, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then you're completely disgraced. You're cast into the, the shadows and these guys just, they just keep doing what they do. Right. With no recognition whatsoever. Uh, I mean, perhaps in the insular way and in, in a, on a much small scale, much smaller scale, you know, probably local to where they live, probably in Europe, uh, but they just keep doing it. Like Polanski put out a movie in 2019. He's got one coming out this year. Uh, he just keeps going. You know that no one's gonna talk about it. You know, you you know yep. you're not gonna receive the fanfare. I guess they make money, right? Like I, I like I don't know. I couldn't say. I I don't I couldn't say. It. Oh wait, this new one has John Cleese, Mickey Rourke in it. John Cleese don't give a fuck. John Cleese don't give a fuck. Mickey Rourke. Maybe these are maybe these are actors that are like I can't get work anywhere else. I guess I'll go I mean, work. John with... John Cleese can't anymore. John John Cleese. Cleese John Cleese was too real. John Cleese. Said, what did he do? You know, you know why he's done? No. What did he do? I didn't know he, he was said, done. He's done. He's done because he said, "Oh come on, J.K. Rowling's not that bad." Is that right? I didn't even know yep. that. Yep. Huh. Well, I'm just my point is that like 
it's it's a little inspiring to see people continue. Like if I was blackballed from producing, which I might be because I can't get anyone to respond to my emails. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if I was blackballed, I, I'd be like, well, I guess it's construction or or bartending for me now. These guys just keep doing it. Yeah. Oh, big. I mean, this is what I'm saying. The guy from Jeepers Creepers. Come on. <laughs> I forgot about the Jeepers Creepers guy. It's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, respect it. You know, it's respect to Roman Polanski didn't turn to a life of uh, of uh, full time construction. So. But uh, we 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 do have to pour one out for uh, uh, Disney World's immersive Star Wars hotel will shut down in September. Is that true? The one that was charging like two hundred dollars for a blue drink? Yeah, they're cutting costs. <laughs> Bob Iger's hacking heads. It's funny when a guy like a, Bob Iger left the company in 2019, probably because he got noticed that COVID was coming, right? Uh, the, you know, the world powers, you know, they let all the, you know, Disney was in on the pandemic and everything. So they got together and and he he quit. He 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 gets out of Disney and then a new guy comes in. It all goes to shit. Now they bring him. They bring back Bob Iger. Uh, I forget what the, it was. I watched the whole thing. I don't give a shit about this Disney shit, really. Like, uh, so I never keep up with it in the way that I should. Um, But. My under- I, I there was a whole thing about why he came back. It was like it was very succession, like very, very succession, mm. where they basically set a dude up to fail and then said, Return of the king. You know, what I mean that t- that's type of shit. That happens a lot in uh in WWF WWE, where Vince will like they'll, they'll be like, Man, the show's Rating's not so good. We got to get some new blood in here. And Vince will hire someone from 30 years ago to put him in charge <laughs> of a show. And when the show doesn't yeah. pick up ratings, he fires him and goes, see, we fixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what's going on with your, uh, with your, what's the coolest thing you've crafted in Tears of the Kingdom? Oh, man. I, I guess <laughs> I made like a, I made like a raft with a little okay. fan on it. Not that cool. Uh, no, it's, I was talking about it with Georgie, actually. It was, it's like, the game just makes you wish you were playing the game before it that didn't have yeah. all the annoying craftiness in it. Like, yeah. like I like puzzles, like give me a puzzle, but also like, give me a sword so I can fuck up some goblins. Like, come on. Like, don't you're forcing Do you craft all the time or can you make, can you just hack and slash? Well, so I'm still in the like very early part of the game. I think after I get past a certain threshold, I will be able to just do whatever I want. Uh, but I'm still on this, like, you know, like, like at the beginning of a game where it's kind of holding your hand a little bit, uh, taking you through, like, so before you get sort of set up. Um, and it's, I'm just trying to get through that. But it's like, yo, I've made this stupid raft with a fan like four times. I'm, can, can I just, can you just give me a sword so I can kill enemies, please? I'm like Why sick of these you- puzzles. Get yourself fucking Sniper Elite 4 now. I've played that shit. Do it. You've never played it. I've played it. You've never played it. You never played 4. 4. You, you wouldn't talk to me like this if you played 4. <laughs> I played I played Sniper Elite 3. Okay, 4. It's how many times four. how many times are they going to make a game where you can shoot Hitler in the nuts? As many times as as people oh. keep buying it and I'm out there every time. Someone was big mad. Oh, I think it was at a game at a game developer on twitter 
they were like uh i think maybe it was the guy maybe it was like the the director of like wolfenstein or something and he uh, was like yeah, yeah. He, did you see this he was complaining about something and someone t- tweeted him and it was just like this is the guy who made hitler one of the characters in his video game and it's like yeah he was the boss who you kill yeah so, so John you're mad Conrad, about that he- I think you're talking about John Tar- Carmack uh, appearing at uh, BasedCon. BasedCon. What is that? Is, BasedCon is like, I guess, uh, everybody, I don't know if you're hyper-based, don't get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, it's it's like a convention with uh, a bunch of people talking about how uh, COVID is real. Um, th- there's two genders and... Uh, uh, you know, uh, they'd be talking about COVID is fake, right? Oh, yeah. No, COVID is fake. The vaccine, COVID is fake. The vaccine is fake. Uh, gender is real. They, there's an actual list. Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now. There's like, uh, hold on, everybody. You don't know what we're talking about. And so the problem is that Eric and I do a an internet show, but we're, we're not that internet. You know what no, I mean? No, 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 no. Like, like I learn all sorts of shit. Like, like about like trans communists and shit by watching these YouTubers. And I'm like, where did you find this person? Um, like what, how did you have access to these ideas? I I don't know. Um, okay. So wait, John Carmack might've left based con. Hold on. I'm not. Okay. So Carmack might've left. He says that he's not, um, he is not uh, a culture warrior. He just likes hard science fiction stories with a libertarian vibe. <laughs> That's why he was going to do the convention. Uh, yo, uh, these people are such babies because he's like, hey, everybody, I I didn't agree to this for politics. I just like uh, I, this is just like kind of my interest. And people are like. Actually, when someone gives you a clear signal about who they are, you should believe them. Not no, will shut up. Or, shut, shut up, up, you baby. Why don't you give me a conversation about accountability next, you fucking baby? Yeah, I, I believe you suck based on you saying that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You know I, what? You've clearly signaled you're a fucking loser. Yeah, you, you're. I believe that you're an absolute turd. Um, can we do a live? Can we do a live show at BasedCon? Where Where is it held? Man. I don't. Hold on. Um. So is it really, is it really just that like these it's writers who have like a bit of a, um, like a libertarian or, uh, you know, people are so weird, man. Everybody for the sake of this podcast, just call me a libertarian. I'm not, but just call me one because I really, I don't understand how we make these things into vil- villain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, uh, God, people are weird. It's I'm pretty fine. 39 days for all three days of the con. I'm pr- I'm pretty fine with the uh, libertarian uh, uh, tag. Uh, you're all right with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Well, because it's like, man, if you can't recognize that, uh, both f- what what else would you call call yourself? You know, lib. Well, that's that that has some like stinky connotations at this point, right? I mean, what, I, a well, leftist. That's like a that's also a joke. That's a joke. Uh, I mean, I'm probably like literally. I'm probably on like the minarchist sort of uh, range of thoughts. I guess that's like you just that's something from that's Zelda. 
That's Zelda. What I'm exact, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's Elden Ring shit. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. So that's why, like, that's why I, like I say, I'm apolitical, everybody. I am. Uh, I don't even know what's going on. But here's here's why it's BaseCon. Um, some based beliefs include, this is from the BaseCon page. <laughs> men, men cannot give birth. Okay. Well, guns don't kill people. People kill people. A fetus is a human being. Socialism has failed everywhere it has been tried. <laughs> Discrimination against white people is racism. Okay. Uh, you know what's crazy? So this is obviously manipulative because it's saying here's some based beliefs. But then it says things that are like pretty much objectively true, right? <laughs> like it, the guns don't kill people, people kill people argument. I mean, this is just a convenient. I mean, <laughs> people kill people with guns. Yeah, with guns, sure. But <laughs> it's like what? Uh, but a gun. Uh, I mean, and people do accidentally kill themselves, but you still require a person. You still somebody's got to pull a trigger, I guess, unless you dropped infinite, infinite pistols off of a building. I guess some of them would go off and maybe kill someone. You know. So, yeah. but so a fetus is a human being. Um, objective fact: you can say it's not a person. You know, I mean, that, that's that's what I mean by this is manipulative. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Well, so, so, uh, so by definition, a fetus is a human being. Well, uh, what could I say? A fetus will become a human being? No, no, no because it can't mm. be because it's not going to become anything else. Yeah, but 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 in the present moment, if it's merely a clump of cells, cellular material, that's yeah. But, that's uh, human but being? that argument doesn't work because you're just you're just a mass of cells. It's the mass of cells is coded to be a human being. How dare so, you? So, so, so here's what I'm saying. You can, everybody, when you're having a conversation or an argument about abortion, the argument is personhood. It's not status of a human being. Right, so, right. Okay, I get it. I get it. So, Be very autistic about it, yeah. It, but I mean, but that's what my point here is that this <laughs> yeah. this is all languaged in such a way that it's, it's languaged in such a way that it's inarguable stuff. Right, 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 right. Is so it's like so it's trying to say being based is just being uh realistic, it's just being a, an honest person. Well, then which, it then it gets like sneaky ones in there that well, right? It's manipulating, it's, it's manipulating in the, in the sense of like this is an objective fact, which means this next one is also an objective fact. It, well, it, it's like I always say, is there a different there's a difference between uh true, accurate, and true. Right. Right. So, so this would be examples of things that are accurate, but but are they are they true in the way that we understand them? Like uh, uh, understand the word. Like you know, it's a conversation. Like these things are a conversation. Like can like men men cannot give birth is is, is probably the trickiest one because uh, that one uh, would I mean I guess I mean we're not getting into it. Yeah, we're not getting into it. That, that's that's the tricky. <laughs> that's the trickiest one as, yeah. in terms of conversation. Yeah, but the others are just like true things that may not account for the totality of of what's being discussed. Right. Yeah. So what? So we're we're not based enough for BaseCon? Probably not. Probably. I, I think we're capable of having a nuanced conversation. So probably not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, wouldn't the most base thing to to do would, would to wouldn't the most base thing to do would be to uh, attend BasedCon under the guise of being based. And then you get there and you're like, 
trans liberation forever and that you have you somebody's know, you get somebody's a, doing that yeah right that 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 would be that yeah but you'd, you'd probably get kicked out everyone's so uptight so uptight so uptight because like yeah, the attitude is. for for me the attitude would be like if someone did that at base con and you just go all right yeah <laughs> you know all right and like all right you got us you know but they even, would they, even, they'd get weird about it yeah you don't gotta be mean either no, you, you know, know my my big thing with when I see protesters, I'm always like, my first thought is always, "Why are being so mean?" Like, like when people <laughs> like, it's always like, this doesn't convince me of shit," either, in either direction. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the meanness convinces me of nothing. No, the meanness often just makes you look look bad. Yeah, whoever's whoever's being the mean one, it kind of just makes you look like the jerk. Yeah, you know. You win more, uh, what is it? You win more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. Mm. So my mom would say, uh, I don't know. What do you think? You think we, we I think we gave people our, we gave listeners yeah. a, that's a good episode. That was a quality. They entered one. the dorm room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We, uh, everybody, uh, you get, you, you understand, uh, worst possible time. What is it? Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Everybody, uh, the bone, the bone saw line is still funny. I don't give a fuck. Bone saw line? What's that? From from Spider Man. From Spider Man, where, where he says, "You're just a nice, it's a nice costume. Did your boyfriend buy it for you? Still works. Shut <laughs> the fuck up." <laughs> bone saws ready. That's a great. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, a ma- bone saws ready. Macho Man Randy Savage, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, Patreon.com says responsible timeline. Twitter WP timeline. You know, we're you we're out there. You know how to find us. Get at us. Patreon is popping. Uh, we need it to pop more. You got to get in there. You got to get on these bonus episodes. If you're, these Eric are, is unemployed. We should have an unemployed. No, don't Patreon. make me sound desperate. Don't do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> everybody, we'll we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.